Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 60 and I see your subtitle about the amiibo since I just told you about that a little bit before the the podcast episode here. That's funny that you put that as a subtitle. So the joke is um Mario Day, March the 10th, you know, Mario is coming out pretty soon and I told Chris that uh you know, they, they're restocking their original Mario, Bowser, and Peach ones, but also a Donkey Kong they're, they're restocking. I know Chris is a big, big, massive fan of Donkey Kong, so... Yeah, yeah I just I, know that, and... I swear I looked all over, and if I didn't already own a Donkey Kong amiibo, I just assumed they didn't have one. Because why wouldn't I own the Donkey Kong amiibo? Yeah, right? So Out of everyone I know, you're the most likely person to own a Donkey Kong amiibo, so... Yeah, I don't know don't know how I miss it. Maybe it was then that I just couldn't get my hands on it, or I just wasn't really getting the amiibos yet, and then they started making Pokemon ones and said I have to get those for sure. So, so that... for the amiibos, the only ones I have are one of the Zelda ones with the Windraker. I have the Metroid one with the Emmy. I, mm. I think it's called Emmy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I know which one. I have, and I have Cloud and Sephiroth. That's it. But I want to get the new Link one coming out. That's uh, going to be out in May. Yeah, I don't. The Cloud and Sephiroth, I would like, but I don't think I'm going to go chasing them. I need Donkey Kong. So if I get my hands on him, I will. And well, the yeah. only other one that, other than Pokemon ones, the only other one that I really want is, uh, well, the Bowser, Peach, and. Bowser, whichever one I'm missing from the wedding ones, and yeah, I, I need that fucking wedding. And and bullshit. I want a uh, <laughs> oh, who was it? It was just it was just in my head. Because I got Simon. Which other guy do I want? There's someone else. That they, no, I mean I wouldn't mind him, but I'm not going to chase that one. Oh, uh, the the hero from Dragon Quest, if they made one for him. Oh. I don't think they did, honestly. Because they made them for almost all the characters in Smash, but I don't know if they've ever done Hero. So, or mm. I'm going to call him Hero because he doesn't really have, they don't really have names <laughs> unless otherwise told to us. <laughs> so I was going to say the Sephiroth one was really easy to find. It came out like a month, a little over a month ago. And like you walked into any like EB games you could pick, pick up for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Plus tax. I, I think I've it seen it. Easy. I think I seen it and was like, I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I'm not chasing after them. I don't care if I get or don't get them. So well, it's not really chasing if it's right in front of your face. Right? No, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's here. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna grab it. It's one of those ones. Like, yeah, I'll think about it. Then, okay. Whereas if it it's where if it's, if it's Donkey Kong, I will grab them and say they're mine. You can't have them. <laughs> so. So what have you been up to since last week? Uh, I played a little bit of Yakuza Inshin. I only did the, uh, I guess, prologue. And once again, for third game in the entire, in the, what, seven game series he's been in, seven or eight games he's been in, Kiryu has once again been accused of murder and has to go on the lam and prove his innocence. Really quick, I thought the, the character from one to six and then, and the new, the new games. After that, I thought it's different main characters. Uh, yeah, because uh, like these uh, two that set are set in the past, or there's two of them that are set in the past, Inshin and whatever the hell the other one's called, or Ishin, sorry. Uh, and there's another one which star Kiryu. 
then zero to seven, no, zero to six uh, also star Kiryu. And then seven was the RPG, which started, which started a new guy. And eight, I think, is going to be the new guy, plus um, they seem to be showcasing a lot of uh, Kiryu as well. So it might be a story of both of them. I'm not sure yet. They haven't said much about eight. But yeah, they, they're slowly pivoting to other Yakuza's. <laughs> Yakuza characters, so okay, but like a lot of the games, they would have you know plays other characters here and there. Like uh, Zero, you get to play half the game as Majima, who's a kind of like antagonist slash rival slash best friend of Kiryu. He's like the Vegeta in a way, if you want to call it that. Okay, <laughs> so but yeah, but Inshin so far so good, but there hasn't been much. That's happened. We got accused of murder during a coup we were trying to stage, and that's as far as I've gotten. And now Kiryu's on the lamb and trying to find his uh, ninja murderer. <laughs> ninja murderer. Interesting. Because yes, he was a ninja. He's dressed all in black and had a ninja mask on. and He's way cooler and stronger than us. <laughs> Apparently. But yeah. I only get the stream the one day last week, but Whatever it happens, and I finished off. Um, Common Rider Black Sun. I think it was really good all the way through, except for one character's motives as to why they swap sides. Unless if I was I fell asleep during his reason, I don't think he really had a reason to swap. Now, I wonder if this would be changed if I watched the original series. This is apparently like a remake of. Common uh, Rider Black from like 87 and I'm hoping during that they'll actually give you a good reason as to why this character swaps sides because it seemed to me that he was against them and then in the next episode he shows up at their place and says hey, yeah I'm taking over now and we're gonna go kill all the humans I'm like huh you were just trying to kill their the creation king why are you now trying to kill all the humans you make no sense. Explain yourself. <laughs> and it didn't seem like he explained himself very well. Or at all. So. But yeah. The original series. Obviously as. Being a TV series. has a lot more. Going in. And I wonder if those episodes. That explain that. Do it better. Right. So. I need to like. Track down the series. It's not on Tubi. Unfortunately. I need to watch that. And then I need to watch. Black. Uh was a black ex which is it continued from that because i want to know what else happens i liked i liked what was going on and i liked the common writer as much as i like this new one like how amazon did it i think the tv series might do it better i don't know we'll see but it's kind of been it i've just been you know just been doing my normal stuff really not much else I've been up to just playing a couple of games here and there. Nothing, you know, just going through the grind of Pokemons, right? So not much, not much else. They've announced uh, expansion or announced or pseudo announced the expansion to Pokemon. Like they've kind of okay. talked about it, but not much. So has quick been... question. 
So do they do a third game in a generation nowadays, or is it just DLC specifically? Like, did they change the, last, the way they do it? The last two games, like this and uh, Sword and Shield, have done a little DLC area. Sword and Shield had two DLC areas, and this one will have one for sure. But yeah, that but seems like, to be the way they're doing it. They're not doing a third game anymore. Okay, they're not doing a third game anymore. Okay, that's but interesting. But they're still like releasing either a mainline game now every year, or they'll do a mainline... And then they'll do a spin-off. Because you like know how Pokemon they Arceus. Yeah, cause you know how they used to do a mainline game, then the update to that. So your red, blue, and then later on would be, I guess for us, yellow, which was technically red and blue still. And then they would do a spin-off after that, then they do whatever the hell the other games were. You yeah. know what it... Yeah. Yeah. Like they had I don't remember what gold and silver was. For, gold, I silver, think. and diamond. Diamond, that's it. And then yeah. they had Ruby sapphire and then no sorry ruby, ruby sapphire, emerald and emerald yeah or emerald whichever way it went one. yeah 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 uh, the, the, the one i don't get because i never played either one of them was black and white and then black and white too black yeah two they, and white two. i'm like they I couldn't get think that one. they couldn't think of anything you know like gray yeah <laughs> like <Right? laughs> you know that you, you couldn't do that no black and white too which was as much is what it is like i guess that's their first attempt at trying to do their third game of the series but just making it two games again instead of putting it into all into one game because they could have but yeah it's it's what it is but yeah this seems to be that they're since nintendo has embraced like mobile gaming and slowly been embracing dlc they've been doing like dlc uh expansion passes for for the games not really doing the whole like you you could buy skins and weapons like a lot of companies do. They're actually doing just the old DLC practices of expansions. So soon, though, we might see Link wearing a Mario outfit, I or hope not. or Mario wearing Peach's outfit. What? No, he did kind of do that in in what do you call it? Odyssey. In Odyssey, he did. You could have him wear Peach's wedding dress. Really. Yeah, because I I, I believe so, and I that that pop up and I have, so. have to go look. I'm pretty sure he, he he can wear Peach's wedding dress. I know definitely in mods I've seen you can you can do that, but I'm oh, oh. Cer- <laughs> I'm certain I'm certain in uh, in normal game you can have him wear the uh, wedding dress because you can have him wear his uh, white tuxedo. So yes, of course that one is for sure. But anyway, yeah, I've just been kind of getting frustrated with my PC. An exploit, <laughs> and you know, might have to go back to one of the old things, just uninstall and reinstall the stuff and start from scratch again. But it's a p- headache that I probably have to go through because exploit's been giving me even worse headaches. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I hate, I, I was telling this to Chris before the stream. I hate, 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 when, hate, hate. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was hoping you catch on to that. That's something I normally do, by the way, even, even before Kefka. But anyways, <laughs> um, I hate when your technology just like randomly stops working for no reason. That includes like hardware or software. I hate that so friggin' much. It's so annoying. And half the time, even more than half the time, it's not even your fault. It's like something fucked up, right? Like yeah. Windows update changed something or something along those well, lines. Well, a lot of the times you'll something will screw up and you'll reset and it works just fine after that. And even if you did a bug report, it's like, yeah, we couldn't find what the issue was. It just didn't want to work. 
or it's cryptid that you have to go onto another website and say, does anyone know how to un decode this and tell me what the hell this means? Because this example, makes no sense. Yeah, I do not example, know how to read binary and whatever else code, the scripting code they use on PCs now. <laughs> C++ or something? It might my, be. My last, my last four <laughs> streams, not kind of the last one, they all... My computer all blue screened in the middle of my stream. Nice. So I had to restart my stream again. My last stream was even worse. I had to restart my computer four times because literally my OBS crashed on me. And then the message popped up saying, hey, you're still streaming. Hit OK to restart or hit no to keep streaming. Mm, but yeah. apparently my OBS was down, but I was still streaming. I said, can you guys still hear me? It says my OBS has crashed and not functioned. They're like, yeah, we can still hear you. I'm like, if it's still streaming... I, I, I didn't get how, like, if it's crashed, how uh, it's still streaming. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that. I can understand, like, oh, lost internet connection. We know that it's back up. Do you want to reconnect or not? You know, that's, that makes sense. But it crashing and then it telling you, you know, we could still probably still work if you want. Like, that doesn't you help. Can't if switch they, scenes. Yeah, you can't switch <laughs> scenes. I don't even know if they can see the game anymore. You know, I don't know if it's still running anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was so strange. It was so That's strange. weird so, that you're having ish. Not ish. Uh, actually, it did happen to me when. What do you call it? My PC re almost kind of reset on me. And then my game capture just didn't want to capture the game, Pokemon anymore. And I was like, well, I guess that's the end of the stream. It's been pretty much three hours. So I'm done today. Yeah. But I've had to do that a couple times. Just like, okay. I just like on my phone going to my chat saying, sorry, guys. I crashed. I'm going to raid someone. Not really worth it. Yeah, it's going back on for a little bit. So I've been you know. fortunate enough that I that people can still hear me and I can still see them. I just, you know, for some reason the capture just refused to want to find it anymore. Kind of like how XSplit today didn't want to find my webcam, and then when it did, it didn't want to find. It told me that there was no such thing as Discord or no other channel except for a private uh, chat I do with one of my friends was the only thing available for Discord. <laughs> and I capture a specific Discord window for us for the podcast. So, yeah, no, that doesn't oh. exist anymore. Don't know how to find it. You Sorry, that's that's probably my fault because I went to the general channel here. We probably should go to podcast time because that's probably the uh, channel we usually go to. Do you want to hop over? Either there? way, it should have still found. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll stay here. I'm not changing it. Okay. The the problem is though is that like we could test it out after just quickly, but. The problem is, is that it was only finding a private chat from a friend that I've never linked to and would have no reason to as the sources for these windows. Hmm. Why not, you know, all of Discord or that specific scene? And if that scene's not up, I just can't find it. You know, don't tell me Discord doesn't exist. Like my, you were telling me my webcam didn't exist before. <laughs> so, right? So, yeah. It, it, computer troubles are garbage and... I wish there was a solution. Like, I'm going to have to set up XSplit and Streamlabs or um, what's the other one? Stream Elements, one or the other. And just have one and the other as a backup because shit keeps breaking. <laughs> it's at annoying. Least, at least the good thing is that for the most part, it doesn't work 100%, but you can import everything and export everything between yeah. the programs. Yeah, so as, it's as not long as perfect, but. As long as your stuff is still set in the areas they were before when it was originally set up, it should be fine. But like, I'm going to though, like I told you, I'm just going to uninstall the three, the two or three 
streaming programs I've got, reinstall them, and just do it straight from scratch again because Streamlabs has repeatedly not want to tell me uh, about alerts and people rating me or subbing to me or following me. Even just a simple follow. No, we don't want to show you this, right? So I've had multiple issues of that. You you know that. But yeah, that's been my week. Having fun screwing out my PC and just doing, doing work. You know, slowly, I'm almost done my phoenix tales as in okay. making them like i say almost done i'm gonna say i'm about like 60 percent done not including painting <laughs> so i saw that one twitter photo where like you're covered in dust yeah from that material. and uh it was worse the day after because i went through and did the other like 15 or 20 in like one night i just like two or three like every hour that's how long like it took about 10 or 15 minutes or something like that or longer for each one to, to sand down. But they're all sanded down. I just have to do the middles and then glue it together. And then hopefully I don't have to add any more pieces to it because I'm hoping this is long enough. That's what she said. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is definitely n not what she said. Ever. I've never heard those words before. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Sean? Um, quite a bit. Uh, let's see. So, aside from my own computer difficulties, which I kind of interrupted a little bit. For yeah, that's fine. Um, what have I been up to? So, I did purchase and stream the entirety of Metroid Prime. Um, I got 100% of the scan logs, which are just like quite a few missable enemies in the game it's not just bosses there's like regular enemies so like you go into this room once and you exit it and the enemy will never be in the game again really sort of we've thing. got so like one shot enemies like yes it's one room enemy and that's it hmm. well because they get replaced by tougher enemies that's why because like oh you enter the room for the first time this is the room for like the room stays the same but this is like with the, the enemies in the room oh but you picked up this this item that's like five rooms away okay now now you kind of change this room to make yeah. it more difficult because you have to backtrack that's a metroid game it sucks for a game that you want to scan you want to it'd be nice if there was a room where they would show up oh excuse me again or they could go through the room a few times before that stuff happens right like an enemy to show up for one room and then he gets mutated or whatever the issue is right <laughs> I oh. say mutate because I'm thinking of uh, Metroid and uh, Metroid Fusion. Like if they get taken over by the X. X. Thank you. I can't remember the name so, of it. yeah, like I first. This isn't my first playthrough. I've played it on the GameCube. That's actually it's what made me buy a GameCube back in the day because they got it was bundled. They had they had a special packaging. Like, hey, buy a GameCube and Metroid Prime for no cost. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that now. That was that was enough for me to like pull the trigger at that time. So I did that, but uh, yeah, I mean, the first time I beat the game, I'm like, missable scans, what the fuck? And I was like so mad, and I'm like, that's so bullshit. Yep. I had no idea. So I, I kind of have an idea this time. Um, I almost got the 100%. I was four items away. I beat the game because that was the that was the night where we were going to be, um, that was the Sunday, which we usually have plans for. So I was trying to like be on time this time, because I, mm. I wasn't on the last couple Sundays. So I'm like, sorry guys, I need to like 
I don't have time for the last few items because I know where they were. Yeah. I was four items away. Unfortunately, and I like, they had messaged you early enough, but you probably didn't check your messages or did I not message you early enough? I don't remember. But I wasn't feeling well, matter. but Sean ended up rushing for no reason when he could have kept on going. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's fine. But um, I, I was very persistent. I'm like, I don't want to look up these items. So on the rest of the night, I found the three. I didn't collect them because I'm waiting for the stream to do that. I found three items and I'm missing one. And I spent the whole day on well, what would it have been Monday, Monday. After work, I spent the whole day in the game going in every room trying to find this last whistle pack I'm missing. I could not find it. I'm like, oh my god, that's like I worked for eight hours and I played Metroid Prime for six hours and I did nothing because <laughs> I'm I want to find it myself. But it's funny because after work today, I'm like, okay, well, we had the podcast today. I took a nap and I was just cook to cooking some chicken fingers in, in my oven. I'm like, let me just hop on and see if I can just find it. I found it within like five minutes. <laughs> So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, that, okay, well, that's funny. Okay, so now um, my plan is to after this podcast because I it's going to be a very short stream, like an hour. I'm going to go ahead, collect the last few items on stream, beat the game, get the 100% ending. So this Metroid game is different than most. Most Metroid games are like beat the game under like 10 or 15 hours to get one. Or sorry, like just play the game to get one ending, to get another better ending, like with Samus with like you without her helmet beat the game within like 10 or 15 hours depending on the game and then to get samus in like a bikini at the very end beat the game under three hours this yeah. one's a little different this one is like it's entirely tied to your item collection it's like do you have under 75 percent okay so if you do the cutscene fades away before you see uh, samus take her helmet off if you're above 75 percent you get to see some samus without her helmet on and, you, and she actually has a new character model she looks different than the gamecube Helmet with Samus. Does she look and more like she does in the new Smash? No, I was going to say this was this game was made before Zero Suit Samus existed. Mm. So okay. Originally, in the GameCube version, she was a bit of a brunette, actually, not like blonde like she is now. So this. Oh, is like they, a, did, they, they did. They did the Jill Valentine thing when <laughs> they changed her hair color. I guess. Evil I'm, not, I'm not aware of the Jill Valentine thing. You'll have to tell me later. I'm pretty but, sure they changed um, her from. Since she's brunette, she's blonde in like the later games, because okay. she gets yeah, infected she... with the virus, and some reason that changes her hair color. Hmm. I think I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm don't think I'm misremembering that. <laughs> anyway, but uh, and then if you get the one hundred percent, you get a that's, that sets up the second game. Because I'm not sure. I guess I shouldn't spoil the story because, yeah, it's a 20-year-old game, but it just got remastered. So I, I won't say what happens, but if you know how Metroid Prime 2 goes, I kind of set the game up. don't know if I do. I'll, I never... tell, you, I'll tell you off stream. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you know, know I don't care, and when I play it, I'll play it, right? So. <laughs> right. So, yeah, really good game. Uh, it's a, I keep saying this to people because they kept asking me on stream. This is actually a really good jumping-in point. If you've never played a Metroid game, don't let the fact that this is, like, the only game like the trilogy when i say this like it's the only like you know three games that are part of the franchise that are not 2d don't let that throw you off it's not really an fps game more than it is a metroid game right it's it's like a it's a metroid game first fps second mm. or even distant third um yeah really good jumping in point if you've never played a metroid game they are really good this will teach you most of the mechanics that most of the metroid games have so yeah they're pretty much all there is just the only thing really different is the viewpoint and how you do combat because of that. 
but you still have the and ball stuff. It, it switches to kind of like a 2D mode for some sections and stuff like that, right? So you still get a lot of that stuff. It's just perspective's a little different. <laughs> Pretty much. And the platforming is obviously different to the 3D environment, right? Yeah. But aside from that, it's more or less the same. Um, a really good game. Uh, really quick before I continue, do you plan on picking up the game at some point, Chris? Or no? I still have my pre-order on Amazon because I haven't found oh, it that's right. here. You know what? Dave got his off Amazon. Yeah, I I checked my mailbox. Amazon still says nope. You shit out of luck. Huh. So I'm I'm still gonna keep it because I want the game. I'm not gonna cancel it unless I find it in the wild. Then I'll cancel. Okay. Right. So, so. When, when once you get it, you plan on playing it. It sounds like. At some point, I don't know if I'll do it on stream or if I'll just do it casually on my own. Okay. Because uh, for sure, Dread on stream. yeah, Dread I play through on stream for sure. Like the hundred percent one, I'm gonna do on my own unless I challenge myself on stream. But I'm gonna have a guide for that because I don't care. <laughs> you know, right. I'm not. I, I I don't care about that. I'm gonna use a guide offline for the hundred percent anyway. So if I do it, the guide will always be there. I don't. I don't care about. That. The challenge. If I do that, it's just so I can see the cutscene. So, right. or I'll look it up on YouTube because I, I I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's me. Well, um, what else have I been doing? Um, oh, so I actually started watching the last season, which is also the third season of Star Trek Picard again. They started that, that up. Um, the third episode is about to release actually tomorrow, and there's going to be ten episodes as there usually is per season. So this will wrap up Picard's story. And they're bringing in all the next generation actors. So, you know, Riker, Worf, Jordy, Deanna, uh, Dr. Crusher. They're all going to be there. Or they have already been there on this series yeah. so far. So, hmm. yeah, it's going to be a good send-off for Picard in general. Like, that that kind of cast of characters. This is the last this time is we'll see that. When you find right? out Picard wakes up in a hospital bed and was all just a dream... And he's surrounded by all his loved ones. People would And then it to... ends badly. <laughs> it, it, it ends with a tear in his eyes. He shuts his eyes for the last time. People would write over that ending, like, legitimately. Like, even non-Star Trek fans would probably get pissed off at that. Because everyone knows who Captain Picard is. I yeah. I don't care if you know... And I don't think people would want to see him pass away peacefully in a hospital bed, surrounded by his loved ones. Because that'd be a really sad you ending. I have a really... <laughs> bad feeling and it has nothing to do with spoilers of like where the story's going but like even when they announced the season three before i saw a single just episode have I'm a like, feeling i have a feeling they're going to kill him off in some way I like that's not because the they're bringing in everyone it's could see, be seen as like his last send off you know because it, it is it's the end of the series but are they going to end his character or not and you almost feel like that's where they're leading to uh, I don't know because like how old is Patrick Stewart at this point? Like he like is he like seventies or eighties? He's got to be as old as Miyamoto. He's like seventy. Let's see. I'm actually curious how old he is. Uh, he's eighty-two years old now. Well, he's a lot older than Miyamoto. <laughs> he's like twelve years yes. older at least. I'm telling you, he's eighty-two years <laughs> to old. Think, and uh, he's, he does a stand-up job. But yeah, geez, there was like, a, an interview with Miyamoto. I think he's like seventy. People were like, "Yeah, he's gonna retire soon." And I'm like. Well, yes, he's going to have to at some point. He can't stay on forever. <laughs> they can't turn yeah, into. Uh, they can't put his body into a, into a robot Miyamoto yet. Not yet. We know if if anyone was going to do it first, it would be Reggie, because his body is ready. 
is ready. Yes. Yeah. And he'll take his position back from Bowser. He'll take it by force. Yes. But yeah, so I've been doing that. What else? Hopefully, Picard. Hopefully, Picard is good. Because I've heard lots of good and lots of bad, and I don't know if the bad is and good are from fans or more the bad or from fans who are like i liked it better the old way because i got a supervisor that's like that for some stuff and i he's not entirely wrong but and i don't know if he's right on what he says so because he doesn't like the new star trek or star wars stuff which understandably if you look at the last movies we can't argue that but if you look at uh what do you call it? The Mandalorian, which he says is good, which everyone says is good. Then he looks at Boba Fett and goes, that's not good. So I don't know if he's right or wrong. Boba on Fett that. was good. It was good. It had some Mandalorian episodes in the middle of them. Two episodes, actually. I thought Boba Fett was in the Mandalorian. I thought it was the other way around. They're both. Okay. So Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. And then Boba Fett got his own series, The Book of Boba Fett. And I swear, I'm not making this up. They put two Mandalorian episodes smack dab in the middle of Boba Fett series. I see. Yeah, so I... I haven't seen them, so I don't, and I haven't heard the reception of Boba Fett. They're both good. Like They're I know, I know Mandalorian. Your supervisor is wrong. They're both good series. <laughs> He's saying my supervisor is just a gray beard, and like, no, yes. things were better when I was younger. Yes. So I told you this back in season one for Picard, but it's a really good series. If you ha- if you ever watch Next Generation, even if it was only a few episodes, you will enjoy this show. There is no reason for you not to enjoy it. Everything's phenomenal. Um, season two wasn't as strong as season one. I don't want to say why. It's for plot reasons specifically. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you, I told you this on the podcast too. I was not a big fan of how season two ended. It makes sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. I'm not arguing yeah, that. It doesn't I'm mean that you can't be upset about it. I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't even say upset. I just kind of think they did a lot of characters dirty. And mm. at the end of season well, two, that's hopefully all I'll say. three makes it better. Well, three, they're bringing back the old cast. Well, yeah, but right? that so, doesn't mean it's going to be good. Let's just hope it ends, like, with how season two ended. Let's hope they can uh, flush it out into season three and end it where people would like it to end, right? You know, you don't want it to end on a kind of wet fart for a series and Starship Captain from that people love, right? <laughs> well... Patrick Stewart has been an executive producer on the show for all three seasons, so he would never let that happen. Oh, but you like to hope so, you know. So yeah. sometimes the execs above that could could force things to go another way, or the way something's edited could look different, right? It could just be the editing that makes the scene look shit, right? But so, uh, let's hope yeah. that's not the case. I hope it's good. You got to tell, get, update us on what you think. Yeah, I will. I will. Well, it's kind of hard to talk about it without spoiling anything. Well, yeah, like, but you could tell you know, us, you know, if you think it's worth checking out. Because you said two is kind of meh, right? Well, two is still checking, worth checking out. Well, yeah, is, you know what but, I mean. It's yeah. You weren't entirely happy. Now, I want to know if you think three and the entire whole of it is good when you're done okay. watching it. Already. Uh, what else have I been up to? So Metroid Prime, kind of like I put everything else on pause for that game, pretty much. Um, yeah. I did play one stream, so I continued the Five Nights at Freddy's Fridays. We're getting closer. I'm, I've been watching like a little bit of YouTube videos every day, discussing just some different strategies for different game modes, like slowly working my way up to the all 50 animatronics at the same time at mm. max difficulty. That's You're gonna not be going little... cold in for everyone. It's impossible. 
I, you can you can do that, but it's such a bad idea. You'll waste more time than you'll save. Yeah, I'm sure that. like the people who've already done it have been on like discords and other fan sites talking about you know uh, strategies and stuff like that. So I don't think this there's is... anyone who's done it cold all the way through. No. There, there. Oh, that's sorry. That's what you mean. I thought you meant like just jump right into the hardest difficulty from the get go. I thought that's yeah, what you meant. no, not from the get go, but like you know, you go through the game and then you go through to take on you know all the modes you're doing and how many people have done it without looking up or even discussing it with anyone how to do it, right? You know, because you're going through watching videos or whatever to try and find some strategies on how to do it, right? So yeah, there are some tips I picked up that I could improve what to do anyways i i won't delve yeah. too deep into it but uh i did the podcast podcast i did an a switch stream on that it's you know what i looked at my vods i'm like damn like with the exception of like one or two days i've been like streaming every day of the week pretty much the last couple of weeks i did i i haven't even been trying to the last time i did that was like i don't remember which month it was last year but i think i streamed every day for a month because there's a twitch achievement it's like stream 25 days in the month i'm like yeah, oh, okay so i don't I, remember I, I, think... I don't remember when that was but i remember when you were doing that yeah <laughs> that was me specifically like oh i don't feel like streaming today but then i start to stream i'm like okay it's not too bad right but then like you know what they say is after three weeks of doing something your body and your brain kind of becomes like it becomes a habit you become accustomed to it for me i was like uh i really wish i could take today off but i need to do that that's like this last couple of weeks, like, I'm not even thinking that. I'm not trying to stream every day. So it's like, oh, I want to stream. Oh, I want to stream. Oh, I want to stream. So I've been doing that a lot. Um, yeah. So I've been up to that. Uh, I played, last night, I played uh, a bit more Crisis Core. Um, I got, so there's four pieces of, like, ultimate equipment in that game. When, they're all the Genji gear. Hmm. Or is it Genji? Is it, no, it's Genji, right? With a G. Genji. Yeah, it's Genji gear. I So one of the pieces I got was... Makes you immune to all status effects, like a ribbon. You null all elemental damage, so no damage, but you don't absorb it. You just null it. And then, oh, did one other thing. Oh yeah, permanent wall and and protect and uh, shell. So wall, like wow. wall is like a combination. I'm like, this is really fucking good, because <laughs> the accessory I was wearing was the protect ring, which in that game gives you permanent wall as well. Because it's funny, because on that same stream, I went from like you can only have six material equipped. So I went from a mastered wall material, which I was casting on the start of every fight, just wall, wall. Yeah. Right. I was doing that. I'm like, oh, I found the protect ring. I don't need to have a, this material equipped, nor do I have to worry about ever being dispelled. Because if you get a permanent version, you, you can't dispel it. Yeah, you you're like, wearing. Can't... You're wearing the item. It can't be. It, yeah. It's not a spell on you. It's a augmentation through equipment. You could say, yeah, like <laughs> they can't dispel the effect off your piece of equipment. Yeah, That's not how the game works, right? If so it did it, that, it then your equipment would be useless after the fights. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So it's so I'm like, oh, that's really good. And then I'm like, from the protect ring, a couple hours later, I find this upgrade to the protect ring, which is protect ring plus elements and status like a ribbon. Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay, that's really fucking good. So, yeah, I'm I'm slowly working my way in that game. It's it's gonna be a while till I'm ready for that super boss. If you on hard mode, the super boss in that game, Minerva, she has seven million seven hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven HP. That's a lot and, of comet punches you're gonna have to throw her away. Yes, <laughs> and even with break damage limit, which I have right now, you only do nine like a hundred thousand damage. Yeah, you, it's still capped so, at whatever. So th think about this: you need to throw 
10 of them, and if they all hit, you do roughly a million damage. That's yeah. one million. That's that's one out of seven hundred seventy-seven. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's gonna yeah. be a grind of a fight for you. Yeah, make sure you're just, ready when you go in. God, that that'll take hours. That where I say, you know what, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, this is gonna be the one mode I'm gonna turn hard mode off on because it's just too much. Will her HP. does her, her, H all day. her HP goes down when you swap? yes. Yes, I actually, I'm going to look this up right now online because you actually have me curious. Yeah, because I've been playing the whole but, game. So the game, you can just change difficulty on the fly. On the fly, yeah. So yes. that's good. I I hate when games don't allow you to do that because you'll set up a game and find out, oh, it's way too hard. Or that I just can't get through this one part. Let me just drop it down one difficulty and I can get through, right? I, hmm. I hate when games don't allow you to do that. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Um, and by the way, you need, like you need maxed up vitality and spirit, which is like defense and magic defense in that game at two fifty five, or she will one shot you. All right. So there's that. But on normal, she has ten million HP. On hard, she has seventy seven. Let's say seventy eight million HP. So yeah. Almost eight times as much. So. Still, yeah. it's a bit of a slog either way. <laughs> so. Um. Aside, those are the games I've been playing. Um, I did. I did tell you I picked up River City Girls for fifty percent off, so I might play through that again. You got, you know, I'll play with you or anyone else because how Steam works now. Apparently, I looked into this. Is only one person needs to have the game, and they can like share the game with like three other people at the same time if they all join that one person online. I'm like, that's really cool. So, oh, by the way, do I have the background noise still going on? Every now and then, it's not as loud from what I can okay. tell well, from last apologies. week, but it's still there. Okay, apologies to the viewers. I'm not sure. We tried to fix that before the stream. I'm not sure what's, why it's doing that this week. Yeah, I don't know if it's happened on your stream or not. I can't tell. I haven't been in your streams that often because work and and crap. So you'll have to, I'll have to try and find out uh, tomorrow or next day or whatever and see if I hear it. Like, is it is this a Discord thing? That's causing this background noise to show up because it wasn't so. it wasn't here at all from what I noticed any other week just the last two weeks. So <sighs> I I record myself for a few seconds before I go live on every stream and I watch it just to make sure my mic and video is working and I'm like okay this seems to be fine. So. Yeah. So who knows? Well, I'll have to see. I'll just drop in and see if I even notice it at all. But it might be. A, bloody discord thing but you've been in discord calls with me before and even like in my discord or in this discord even beforehand and nothing so i don't know why these last two weeks have been wonky for that but we've all had pc issues the last few weeks it seems so yeah uh that's about it um there are some games i want to start up i just haven't because generally almost always when i started a game i finish it so Sometimes I don't want to start a game if I have too many on my plate, which is kind of where I am right now. Because um, I sought to finish off Strangers of Paradise. I need to do the second and third DLC. Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I have the Harry Potter game installed, but I didn't so much as boot up the game yet. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of holding off in a few games starting them uh, until I get some of the ones completed on my plate. But yeah, Metroid Prime will be complete tonight, probably. And then... Uh, Excuse me, and then we'll see. That's that's about what I've been up to for most of the week. I know there's like one or two things I'm forgetting. Maybe I'll remember later on, but uh, 
yeah, that's about it for me. So we can move on to the news. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. I'll start us off if you don't mind. Yep. Um, so Go there's right this ahead. one game that drew my attention because it was on Game Pass. I haven't played it yet. It's called um, Atomic Heart. So I've this game. Never heard of this until you posted this. In... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So I watched it from Barb's stream. He was playing it. Um, it was, it's really good. So the way I can sum it up, and this is actually very accurate. It's basically Russian Bioshock. So if you ever played Bioshock, that's a great game, and you were a fan, especially the first one, then this is right up your alley. Um, basically, I, I haven't played it myself. I've been trying to avoid spoilers. But basically, I think the gist of it is like you're playing in a kind of alternate future, and you're like in, in Russia or like some part of the USSR. And uh, basically, TLDR is the robots which have been made to serve humans, have rebelled against humanity. And basically, you're fighting against a bunch of robots. So, you know, you have, like, a lot... This, this game seems like there are ranged weapons, but, like, they're few and far in between. You can kind of think of it as, like, Dead Island, the first chapter of that game that we played. It's, like, it's almost entirely melee weapons from what I saw. Hmm. It's focused mostly on melee combat. But just, like, the plasmids and Bioshock, you have, like, telekinesis and, like, a few, like, you know, things you can do like that. Yeah. So that's that's the gist of it. But this game does have quite a bit of controversy coming up. Uh, Apparently. Uh, yeah. Not the least is uh, Ukraine, actually, very recently was they discovered the, this game themselves. And they want to ban from every storefront. You know, like, I don't think Switch, Switch can run this game, but, like, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, they want to ban this game from being sold in Ukraine, which makes a lot of sense. Because... This game was actually developed in Russia, like in real life. So, and even if it wasn't, they don't want to spread, like, spread, like, you know, like, they don't want to, like, put Russia in a good spotlight, which this game does because your character is Russian, as I said, alternate future and all that, right? So they, they don't want to pro promote anything to do with Russia right now. And yeah, I can hardly blame them for wanting to, to ban the sale of the game in that country after, you know, what's going on. People are li literally dying because of the Russians right now in Ukraine. So, you know, it's it's that's it'd be silly to argue against that to say the least. Um, so there's there's that, but there's also it has a couple more pieces of controversy associated with it, Chris. Not sure if you want to pick up on that or if you want me to continue. Uh, just continue for now. Okay. So apparent. So one of the main, if you want to call them characters in this game, are kind of like the twins, which are basically very. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, voluptuous twin lady robots. Like, they have a lot of curves. So all the robots in this game don't have faces, by the way. It's, like, kind of, like, think, like, just, like, smooth face with, like, no facial de details. But the details of everything else, including even hair on top of their head, is there. Just no faces. So these are basically bikini robot ladies, which, like, if you put their face... If you don't look at their faces, they actually, like, very much resemble, uh, like, a human. I'll put it that way. Um, so apparently, like especially with their hairstyle, they were um, it was drawn to the attention of a lot of people that they resemble a real life person who is um, the leader of a party in Ukraine. Yeah, especially I... with the hairstyle. The hairstyle is like I can't describe it. The hairstyle just... is a traditional Slavic braid hair cell braid that was been used in many things before this game and before that leader princess leia has this hairstyle 
Okay, there you go. It's, um, I don't know why people are, like, I'm going to go against whatever this news story says. This, the hairstyle thing is fucking stupid, I think. This, like I said, it's a traditional braid. It's been used for many, 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 many hundreds of years in Russia. <laughs> and people are pointing it out because a, a politician in, is it Russia or Ukraine, has that hairstyle? Ukraine. Yeah, and they're saying, oh, they're, they're making fun of her. No, they're not. It's a traditional fucking Slavic braid. Yeah, I mean this this particular part of the story, I do agree. Like yeah. there is there is you know it's not necessarily no, but people are pointing it out because they're in war with Ukraine. Oh, it has to yeah. be that. No, if this was made even without the war, they would still have that because that hairstyle is seen as like a Russian hairstyle, <laughs> kind of like a you know. So I I call bullshit on well on that. The, yeah, the person who pointed this out on Twitter she kind of got similar reactions like some people are like oh yeah and some people are like oh no you know kind of like what you're saying now yeah yeah so so yeah there there is there is like i think there's a level of coincidence that should be allowed i know yeah, yeah and we course. don't know which you know this this could have this could as i don't know as far as we know like it's within the like, possibility yeah we don't know that this could have been after this one person but it's probably not it's yeah i like I call it BS on that, but we don't know the intentions of the person who created the characters, but I would like to think not just because it's something that's been used for a long, 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 long time in those countries. So it's yeah. a hairstyle. But uh, the other kind of, there's actually two more things yeah. associated with this game. So another part was, um, you know, back in the day, like, I don't know, I don't even want to guess, like 30s, 40s, 50s cartoons, they were very racialized like portraying like black characters for example with like big red lips sort of thing or that you was, know like that was in stage having, as well having but... certain characters per be portrayed as adolf hitler like daffy duck yeah you <laughs> know stuff like that like things that you I'm would look at now that, and go actually. that is not something you should be showing anymore yeah like, it's that that can almost be seen as nazi propaganda <laughs> That's exactly what they're showing in this, actually. So inside, inside of Atomic Heart, they took a real-life cartoon, which is called, I believe, let me get the name here, um, New Pogodi, apparently. That was the name of the cartoon. And the translation was, well, just you wait. So it's kind of a slapstick style in the kind of essence of Tom and Jerry, if you remember that show. Mm. Um, basically, you know, it's kind of like a fox and I don't know which other animal. Yeah, like I'd never, I never. didn't watch I, the it, videos. It's anyways. They're kind of one's trying to like hurt the other, essentially, just like Tom and Jerry, and they're in the museum or something. Like I watched this video, and apparently it's like they have like you know like like a uh, black person, like a kind of. I think it's like it look, almost looks like a native, like African native uh, bow and arrow thing, and that yeah, very very much like you know, as I said before, like you know kind of racialized we'll put it that way racialized portrayal of some of these other cultures and people are like okay well that's not good like that's a, that's in your game like because that comes from real life and especially if it didn't well that's, i shouldn't say especially but even if it didn't um yeah it's still kind of not cool to have that in there like that's kind of uh it's one thing that that was part of our history right it, like flintstones for example right it's another thing to like you know, put it inside your game and make it like front and center. I, I think if the cartoon has something to do with the plot, as long as you have the warning saying that this stuff 
maybe in the game. I don't see a problem with it. But I don't know if the cartoon itself has anything to do with the plot. Like, that's the big thing. If it doesn't... I don't think it does. I think it's just a random thing in the background if it's, that you can watch. If they wanted something in there to kind of show, you know, the, I guess, kind of humor or, or whatever of the time that they're trying to ape, you know, that's came from that time, but now it's the future. But uh, you probably could have done better than showing that off. Maybe just still images or very short clips, but you don't have to show some of the... You know the entire episode, or some of the bad parts you don't want people to know, and definitely warn people of that stuff when the game loads up. Like that, there may be uh, racially charged stereotypes, yada yada. Whatever the the uh, warning is, you put up there. You know of the time, right? Because mm-hmm. that's bad. But if it has nothing to do with the game other than aesthetic, you probably could have done it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there there could have been smarter choices. Smarter like, choices I, in terms of episode choices to show. And stuff yeah, like that. exactly, but, exactly. Um, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to kind of end there. Okay, <laughs> and then the the last thing, which kind of relates back to the first point of... Um, yeah, I don't remember what the, the last band. thing was. So, apparently people, like, even before the game was coming out, they were asking the developers, like the studio, like, hey... What's your stance on the war? Because you're actually in real life, your game is funded in large part from Russia. And they were very, they don't, they're, they're really like, they didn't take a stance against it. It's kind of what it comes down to. And people are, I think, because this is real life, I think understandably a little upset that they are not condoning the war in any way. They're like, they're, they're really trying to like, skirt their way around that issue not really speak out against russia in any way but you know it's kind of like i'm not trying to excuse them but like as a as a company i can see them wanting to do that if they're getting lots of money from russia but then it kind of comes down to morality right so that's not really a topic that <laughs> you know we should really discuss too no, but much because was I think it that's one kind of the companies that are backing them like a big russian like company or that has political ties or something like that or may have political yeah, ties yeah i mean possibly i don't want to bring up because i don't know one way or the yeah other, i don't know but... either way but they kept bringing up this company that i never looked into because i couldn't quite follow that specific part of the story i'm like okay what's going on so sorry but it seems Basically... like one of the companies funding them or had funded them may have ties that or ties that may be feeding into more Russian or uh, parts of Russia that people aren't uh, happy with, especially with what's going on there with the war. Uh, I could be wrong on that. That's what I was kind of understanding. But again, I got lost in that part of the story. Yeah. (sighs) So, I mean, you basically said it like they're getting funded by, you know, the government, well, not necessarily the Russian government, but, you know, someone who people from Russia, which and they want to keep their mouth shut as a result. Yeah, so. like they, they've made a statement saying that they're that they're all for you know uh, equal rights, uh, I believe, and all that stuff. You know, good stuff. But they're not going. They're not saying anything against the war or against uh, Russia or for the war or for Russia. They're staying yeah. neutral on that front, but saying that they are a div- diverse company. You know that uh, have fans and you know people who work across the across the world. I think, but again. No, no de facto yes or no for those two points. 
And here's the thing, the game just recently came out, right? And the war's been going on, I don't know, like, has it been a year yet? It's been close to it. So, yes, I realize people need to get paid, you need to push out the game at some point, but in, at the same time, people have died in real life over this war. So if you release a game all about Russian, like, like, like fake Russian propaganda and all this shit, right? A game taking place in Russia, promoting Russia, you should, and I'm sure they did, have the foresight to know this was coming, right? To know that people are going to ask you about your stance about the war in real life so you know they should i mean i guess this was their answer right they they did think about that this was their answer that's all we can say and uh but anyways like to kind of tie this all together so yeah this game has been had a lot of controversy um having said that i i really did want to play this game like before i read this controversy and here's the thing and this is not, I, I promise this is not trying to make light of any of these situations that are going on with these various games. But I saw a YouTube video and I'm laugh, I laughed at the irony of it. He's like, okay guys, hey, it's 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 me, it's your boy. I'm going to be playing Hogwarts Legacy. And then it just cuts off mid-sentence. He's like, okay, so I found out about JK Rowling. I can't play Hogwarts Legacy. Okay guys, so today we'll be playing Atomic Heart. And then it just gets cut off. Okay, I just, I just learned about they're sponsored by Russia. Okay guys, today we're going to be playing... Diablo cuts off. Okay, so I just discovered about the whole Blizzard controversy, so I apologize to my audience. Okay, guys, so they, you know, yeah. he, he just keeps doing that. It's like, it kind of relates back to what I said last week, or was it the week before, regarding, like, the Hogwarts thing. It's like, at some point, you either have to, like, sit down in your living room and just read a book, or even just sit down doing nothing, just to make sure that you're not supporting, you know, people with your, you know, your disposable income for when it comes to entertainment. You know, it's like, at a certain point, you have to, like, say, look, like, yes, maybe this is kind of in part, for example, sponsoring JK Rowling, but like, there's also sponsoring, like, the people who made the game that has nothing to do with her, you know? It's kind of like, you have to, you have to draw your line in the sand in somewhere, somewhere, and that's going to be different so for saying, every individual. Yeah, pick your poison. Basically. It's like, and those are the things we actually know about factually. You don't know, maybe that book you want to pull, pull off the shelf, maybe a penny from every book goes to someone who's sponsoring neo-Nazism or neo-Nazism. You never know, you know? I'm not mm. trying to excuse the things we do know, but everyone's line in the sand is different. And, you know, how people want to spend their money and get entertained, I don't think they should be put on a kind of cross, kind of like how the Twitch, uh, the Twitch streamers are being harassed for just playing a game and they may not have even known about jk rowling anyways that's that's all i wanted to say I, that's the message i want to get across uh i would like to play this game because it is on game pass so and i love bioshock so i i would like to play it at some point but right now it's actually this is kind of a separate news story not really newsworthy but just because i'm already talking about the game the the game has had a lot of bugs with achievements and stuff like that. And after like 100 gigs of patches, it's actually more broken in terms of bugs than what it started off as. Hmm. So the game is not really doing too good right now. So I'm definitely going to hold off for that reason alone, regardless of like anything else I said. Like if if that wasn't enough, then this certainly is. So, or vice versa, you know, whichever order you want to spin it in. Like those two things combined, I'm like, you know what? I'll just wait. <laughs> I'll wait until... I have some time to think about it and I'll wait until the game's in the more proper playable state that, that I can actually complete it in. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's a TLDR, I guess never mind about too long. <laughs> that's kind of like what's going on with the game. So 
looked like it was going to be a cool game, but it's definitely having some technical and morality issues right now. Yeah. Uh, another thing that uh, has been circling the, wor the world lately with kind of morality issues. I don't know if you call it morality issues, but definitely issues is uh, AI and a lot of the stuff that AI has done has been doing lately like we got that uh, Seinfeld sitcom AI we got an AI generated uh VTuber uh we've got that she interacts with chat and and all that and, and there's also like uh an AI almost entirely well I, I'm gonna say at least 50% AI generated anime it's on is it Netflix uh which got controversy so that one which one I don't remember the name of it, but it's an AI um, anime. And they would draw out, you know, what they want it to do, run it through an AI. AI would, you know, try to touch it up, you know, fix things, color it in. And then the human would go in, touch it up again to the, be the way they want to, run it through the AI, have it do it again, right? So it get one or two passes between each one. And in the credits for that show, they... Um, they listed the AI. I don't know if they listed the program the AI was using, but they listed it as AI. And under uh, artist, they just put human. <laughs> they didn't write the human's name. They, he just gets credited as human. Oh, great. Awesome. Human. That's that's natural. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, there's been artists who've been experimenting with AI as well, you know, doing AI art. And um, there's a comic book that was getting all the art not the story not the character you know names not anything written uh and the layouts and that but the art itself was being done all with ai and uh a comic book artist was trying to that's what the story is about was trying to get it uh copyrighted you know all his all the art and that and the uh in the u.s the what do you call it copyright office whatever you call that yeah, I guess the U.S. Copyright Office, whatever the hell, it's, if it has another name. They uh, basically said, yeah, you could copyright everything written. You can't copyright any of that art because it's has not had a certain percentage, from what I understand, of human interaction with it. Yeah, they essentially said copyright is for human-created works, not for AI. Yeah, like I assume if it had a certain percentage, like we'll say above 50 i'm just guessing here we'll just say it's like 60 or 70 percent human work and then it was touched up by ai that could probably work because it's mostly been done by human but entirely generated ai art can't be copyrighted so this is a big thing with people who've been working with ai stuff that are trying to do it as to make money that you can't copyright your stuff if it's entirely ai generated they've got mm -hmm. the copyright offices and the law offices have to get on this and determine um how much oh sorry my eye have to determine how much uh percentage a human has to work on a thing and it to be proven that they have done that for them to be able to put uh copyrights on them so but this guy yeah. oh go on i was gonna say just uh <laughs> people have been rightfully upset because like some ai will like look at artists artwork and kind of essentially copy it like the style mm. and all this right yeah like how and then, it... oh, go on. and then like and then if the ai makes a piece of artwork in that style and tries to copyright it that's a little unfair for that person right like, yeah that's, like um their that's their work essentially just being copied how how the ai works like it works in the same way that a human would 
learn art. You look at a piece of art, you know, you start with copying or, or trying to make something very similar, but then you eventually, hopefully, make your own style and do that, right? Like, Tartaru started making, who's now the uh, coming up and coming uh, manga artist for Dragon Ball, has started his career by copying, you know, essentially Akira Toriyama, the man he's taken over for. But uh, AI does the same thing. You tell it to look for stuff, you know, do this kind of uh, art in this style or whatever, and it will search the internet for all those keywords and then look at all the art under that thing and find a specific style and then copy that style or copy it very similarly. It's, I think AI is in its too early in its stage for you to be able to claim it's its own art, even if it looks nice, right? Um, it's It doesn't have enough knowledge to be able to make its own art on its own. It has to have filtered words and be able to search the internet to find all this art, right? To know what to do with it. So it's it, it can't do it all on its own quite yet. So that's one of the things. Like it's been stealing a lot of art and or having art being extremely similar to other people's arts. That's way too similar for people to say it's it's its own thing. So that's been an issue uh, with uh, with people uh, with AI apparently stealing art or AI artists not understanding that it's stealing the art and not understanding where the right and wrong was. Right. So. I've, I've been following this AI thing for a, for a bit here and there. So seeing people's art getting stolen or potentially stolen is bad. We've seen this before with fucking NFTs, where people were just straight up stealing people's art and turning them into NFTs, right? So it's, yeah. it's a bad uh, thing. But this guy, the uh, creator says it's not an entire loss. Like he takes a lot of it as like a win because he got some of his stuff... Uh, what do you call it? Some of it was able to be copyrighted, just not the art. But he says, you know, that's it's fine. You know, as things progress, eventually this might be able to, it might not. But he got some of his stuff to be able to copyright it. So his stuff won't entirely be, you know, taken away from him, which is well, the written work. So he says he's that's what he says. But in reality, it seems like it's actually a blow against the AI Oh, I guess, people, like, for people you know, doing AI art, yeah, but yeah, we'll see in the future, like, give AI, like, 10 years, or, hell, at the work it's going at, it's, like, two or three years, and we'll see what kind of art they can hopefully make, uh, hopefully, well, as in art-wise, hopefully make on their own without taking from other inspirations, because real art comes from yourself, not from aping someone else. So I'm talking more so about the uh, the, the new copyright you said that he was proud of that he got for the written work yeah. because the the new copyright is actually intended to replace the old one yeah which 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 covered the whole of the work oh, yeah. originally before like including the AI so that he's like oh I see this as a win but it's like hey the new copyright you got excludes the AI stuff. well yeah like, but this is a loss it's not a win my dude yeah yes but as it's a win. It's a win, kind of, in that um, the laws and that are, like, he doesn't, it sounds like he's, as far as I can tell, not upset with the change, but he looks at it and says, they've actually taken a look at this and have put some laws down, and now we know kind of where we could go with this if we're going to continue with some AI generation, you know, or what we could stand on. Like, it's a win in terms of, like, everything that people know what's, what to look out for and what they can and cannot do, or 
where it's going to progress, right? Soon we'll know how, what percent of human work has to be done on it for art to be considered copyrightable, right? If, if, if every step is a step forward and every step's a win, even if some people don't like it, right? That, that, that artist may not be able to copyright his entire work anymore, but he can cop still copyright some of it and he knows, you know, where he can progress from here with it, right? If he's going to. Well, if, if we're talking about a win as in gaining knowledge as a species, and yes, definitely that's a win. But the way I took it when he said that was like trying to put that for himself because apparently he's hired a lot of artists. He's he hired a lot of lawyers like just for this. So I'm like, well, you're putting real life money into this. And well, you yeah. got less. Like you paid more and you actually got like negative. Yeah, like but... You started, you started here and now you're like a negative. Like... And you put a bunch of money into it. That's like... That's the way I took it was he was talking about himself mostly. But yeah, but he still said it was... He feels that it's a win. It's like, no matter I, what... Like you said that he says that he still sees it as a win. Like, either way, he doesn't seem that butter. Like, yeah, shit. Lost a lot of no, money. He doesn't seem that butthurt, but, like, I disagree with him if he's talking Yeah, you could disagree, but, yeah, like, if whether he's talking about himself or as a whole, like, we got knowledge, and so did he, and he'll see what where this takes uh, this in the future. I'm not upset about AI work, because someone's got to do work on it at some point, somehow, you know, but, you know, it, it, AI's going to get better, and it's eventually going to, uh, unfortunately takes lots of people's jobs like that 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 sucks like it's it's going to suck but you know this is one step between you know for copyright one step with uh, from sorry get my thoughts together it's one step closer because of that because of this uh uh being slapped down to uh companies like toy animation you know making a completely ai generated uh anime that's completely written by ai that they could copyright <laughs> you know, like that's where this will slowly go, and who knows how long it will take before that's allowed, right? You know, it's they just have to determine how much of a human has to work on this for it to be considered copyrightable. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. this is just one step closer to knowing that information, right? It's yeah, just and that's, that's a good thing. It's a good thing to know, but it's a scary thing to know that companies will. Go to AI generated as soon as they can and copyright it. <laughs> yeah, like hey guys, you know, <laughs> this AI made an NFT. You want to buy it? Oh, hey guys, I made a new one two seconds later. You want to buy this one too? Yeah. Anyways, it's good and uh, it's good and bad. I wanted to bring it up because I like the idea of I like paying attention to art and AI art is in general like as a side thing to that. And so I wanted to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Thought it was interesting. S yeah, so uh, I just want to, before we kind of move on to the last couple of stories tonight, I did want to bring up a story I didn't link you, because mm. it's actually pretty new. So Forspoken, you know that game that just came out with the whole... That has very cringe-worthy dialogue. Yes, yes. <laughs> so apparently, um, they're being refolded back into Square Enix. So uh, I think five <laughs> months ago, they were kind of... You know, I think when you know when Square Enix kind of booted a lot of the Western developers, like uh, shit, who made Marvel's Adventures? You know, them and everyone else that they booted. Uh, uh, I, Eidos and whatever the other company was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I forget the I forget Marvel's yeah, Adventures. Yeah, I forget. Name. But um, anyways, when when they booted them out, it kind of like okay, and then now they're like wanting to reabsorb 
that company back. And that company was, oh, it's called Luminous Productions. That's who made uh, Forspoken. And they had previously actually worked on Final Fantasy 15, if you can believe it. And now, I'm not sure why, because I don't think the game was, the game was okay. It just, I don't think it was like a smash hit, though, necessarily. Maybe it is. I doubt it, because we're not hearing about it more. But anyways, uh, yeah, Square Enix was like, okay, actually, we want you guys back. So they went ahead and just did that. They just reabsorbed them. So, so but were they yeah. bought by uh, Maker? Not Maker. Uh, the company that bought Idols, or were they still kind of independent? And Square's now just officially buying them up, right up. So Do it you... existed as a, as a separate game studio. Okay, yeah. First, they'll be merged back. Into but they are a Western dev. I are believe they? so. I that's weird that's that they a good would question. that would because if they are that's weird that they would have gotten rid of their bigger ones you know Hitman and Tomb Raider and right yeah and get rid of that but then say oh well we'll buy up this other smaller one uh, what that that seems weird yeah, I, even if I they did know. even if they did work closely on like Final Fantasy 15 like some of the action games it's still that sounds a bit weird but all right swear I guess. So I'm looking. I'm looking where they're located. Oh, their headquarters are in Japan. Apparently, I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought they were Western. Okay. So oh, so they're a Japanese. Okay. Apparent. Guess that makes a little bit more sense. Because it would have been weird to get rid of their bigger Western dads and then buy up a smaller one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes sense why they worked for Final Fantasy 15 though, if they were a Japanese company. But yeah, they worked on. Ja- they only have two games to their name: Final Fantasy 15 and Forspoken. So and well, they'll maybe they'll have uh, partial credits. Oh no! I, unless they're working on in, in the background, they might have partial credit for uh, 16 as well. 16. Yeah, they might. No, like it, it won't be listed yet, but they might oh, okay. because it's a square action rpg maybe they had some staff working on it i don't know um or maybe they'll help them with the next dragon quest or final fantasy after that maybe okay. they'll work on seven too by the way crystal dynamics was the that's the Marvel's avengers yep. yeah I, I had to look it up really quick <laughs> i always forgot what what their name was I remember yes. Idols because of the other games I, that i actually played on theirs but <laughs> not crystal dynamics so all right so yeah that's that's a quick story i just wanted to uh put in there because it's it's pretty new yeah and pretty quick uh you know what also happened pretty quick a bunch of layoffs at ea holy shit did they not see this coming or activision (laughs) i believe or both? Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. No, sorry. this one's EA. I, I thought, I thought, I thought you're talking about the other news. No, no, no. Okay, we, yes. we can bring that up after. It's yeah. just a, a segue into how fast this happened. So, yeah, but about 200 um, QA testers uh, that worked on like Apex Legends and a few other games, I'm sure, uh, were were called in. You know, got phone calls or emails, whatever, saying you have a mandatory Zoom meeting. Come, come here. Doesn't matter if your shift just ended. You have to wake up and attend this meeting just so they could get fired. An unscheduled mandatory meeting, yeah. by the way. Yeah, they were told, you have to attend this right now. You don't have a choice. And they were all just canned. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty shitty way of doing it. And it was on a Tuesday, too. Generally, the smart thing to do is to wait until Friday to fire people because then it's the end of the week at that point, right? So, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so apparently 200 QA members can, just like that, without any previous warnings. Even even the managers didn't even know about this. Apparently. So they were left scrambling. Me. Um, even people in the... Sorry, I've had hiccups all of a sudden. Mm. Even people in the middle of their contracts, their contracts didn't get fulfilled entirely. I believe they did get severance. So yeah, they got, they got provided 60 days severance, which in a lot of cases didn't even cover the rest of the contract. Like The, the contract mm. was like more than that. So... Yeah, uh, I don't know why they they said they're gonna be like reorganizing in the way that they do this and like give those roles to other people. Like I, I don't know what. Yeah, like the, I believe this was a contracted, or a lot of them were contracted or a contracted company. So they just like said, no, we're not working with them anymore. You're gone, or whatever. But still shitty. One of the things I find shittier or just as shitty is that they're like, oh, you know, we're, our uh, global team uh, inclusive. It includes like a bunch of you know remote uh, f- uh, play testers from across the U.S. This enables us to increase hours per week they test on, and we'll be able to test and optimize game reflex and commitment to understanding and better serve by growing committee to around the world. It sounds like that they're going to tell them, well, since you're working at home, that means you could work twelve to sixteen hours a day, and they they could get that proverbial proverbial. Um, a digital whip and whip them harder for their stay-at-home testers. Like, no, no, that's what it sounds like to me because I'm cynical and it's fucking EA, right? But it sounds like that they want to downscale their testers and even if they are play-at-home, you know, have them work longer, longer hours again. Like, they got shit for that years and years ago and it sounds like that they, if they scaled back that they're going to do it again. I have no proof of that. That's just what I think is happening. But yeah, it's still really shitty. You know, call you up and, hey, you can't. Thanks. Thanks for your work. Oh, no. <laughs> You're gone. Oh, that's it. That's all I get is, uh, is uh, my severage package and thanks. I don't believe I said thanks. I said yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. After 20 years, goodbye and good luck. I don't recall saying good luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, well, Kirk, we believe we we have family crackers here. Believe that's we we are not for single people. We don't know. We don't care to know or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, that, that is that whole <laughs> meme. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they they've like reached out to EA for comments. No, nothing yet that we know of. But it's it's still shitty. Like. I heard people talking about this in the comments, uh, saying like, "Why aren't a, if an employee is told that they have to give two weeks notice before they leave a company, why aren't companies held up to that same standard of give exactly. your employees two weeks before you can them?" Like the and we've seen this with Microsoft, oh, pretty much any big company where they just release people just immediately, and you know it's shitty. <laughs> This, it's not right. Hopefully these people get back on their feet, but uh, I don't know what places are even hiring now in their fields or how many people are even looking to expand. It's it's rough in some places, so it's not good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think you covered most of that, honestly, if not everything. So. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah, that. That's pretty much it. Uh, pretty shitty. But not surprising, considering 
you know the game development culture as a whole and especially because it's ea we're talking oh, wow about i can't wait to find out which management get uh gets uh get pay raises you yeah, know right. and uh and bonuses for cutting back on employees salaries right. again these are contract employees too it's not like they're getting benefits or anything else right yeah the they're only benefits wage and that's it yeah the only benefits they would get is through their contractor if their contractor gives them any and that's per contractor they, right they almost always don't I assume they don't, but maybe they, some of them do. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's going to be at least one contractor out there that gives their employees some benefits. Probably I'm not sure, a lot. I'm <laughs> sure in the history of mankind there is, but typically not. Like, I worked for a really good one for, for a short period of time before I got my current job, mm -hmm. and they didn't give me any benefits. Yeah, I got I, no I benefits assume... from them or the company I was working for. Yeah, the company, if you're contracted, normally don't give benefits to... If they do for the contractors, that's like, wow, holy crap. Like, you know... That's you, like once in a blue moon. A lot of them, like, um, you know, if you're unionized, if you're working part-time, some places won't give those part-timers, uh, won't, won't give them any benefits because, you know, they're not full-time employees. Exactly, so, yeah. That's kind of shitty too, and they're there working just as many hours as as some of those full-time employees. So I see that oh, as shitty. Before we move move on, I just there's one thing I wanted to bring up. So Diablo Four, a couple of beta tests this month actually. I one you have to pre-purchase, and the other is open apparently. So they both are on weekends. Starts on Friday, ends on Monday. I don't have the exact dates pulled up. I think the first one starts on the 17th, which is a Friday. March 17th and goes until the Monday. That's March 20th. I think the following is the weekend after that. So search starts on March 24th, goes until March 27th. I wonder, so. I wonder if there's any, because it's beta, they may not, they probably won't allow it, but I wonder if there's any restrictions for allowing people to stream the betas. With the I, assumption and uh, signage up of this is beta, it's not finished, you know, the usual stuff. You don't you're fine to stream it because you're not signing an NDA. Yeah, but so... I'm just wondering because sometimes the companies will say, don't, you know, you know, if it was alpha, don't because, you know, that, that's yeah, definitely... Maybe alpha but, was a little different, but beta... But beta, like, usually they don't no. care and a lot of this time this is set up to stress test servers. <laughs> Even if they're exactly. not getting as many people, they want to see how it runs with people across the nation. <laughs> Nations. So, Sorry. Um... <laughs> Your characters will be wiped at the end of this. I want to say that of first. Of course. So, uh, but there are three things that transfer over. Oh. If you get a max level character, you get a couple of titles and even a pet that you wear on your backpack. It's like a wolf sleeping on your back, like a, a, kind of like a hammock on your back in a way. Mm. It's hard to describe. Yeah, I get you. Never, like as if he's so, sleeping on top of your backpack and shoulders. <laughs> pretty much. So um, there's only three classes out of the five available during the test. It's going to be Barbarian, of course. Mm uh wizard female of course wizard, and the rogue class so you kind of okay. got like the strength dexterity and the magic yeah you get one of kind of like one of each yeah. yeah so what's not included is necromancer and druid those are not Wait, included so uh, i know they've only got five right now but do they have plans to add in the others like where's paladin <laughs> i don't know I don't know. That's like, the class I usually play as, so I don't know which one I want to make. I always so. think when, when you know, as much as I love Barbarian, when I think Diablo, the main character to me has always been the Paladin. You know, Sword and she or sword and Board. You know, that's your hero yeah. class. <laughs> Pretty much. So, I don't know. Well, 
maybe in an expansion. But here's the thing. I, I'm torn whether I don't mind spending the money, but I'm torn as like, do I want to support Blizzard or do I want to play yeah. a franchise I've been playing I want to... since I was literally a kid with Diablo 1. Which yeah, you, you had this thing with Diablo 2 Remaster as well with whether yeah. or not you wanted to support it. I got the name Zorb from Diablo 1. That was the name of my warrior because I'm thinking I need to make a name. And I just I stood at like the character creation screen for five minutes until I just randomly made the five name Zorb, minutes. So. God, it takes me like an hour yeah. to come up with my name. Now it's just the same <laughs> name every time. But yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking, you know, not sure if serious. No, it's it takes a while because I'm like I don't want a stupid name, but I want a good name, and and I just fell on this one because it's the name I use everywhere, but. Do you ever go to a character creator and sit there for like a half hour creating your yes. character and go, yes. you, and then you load up and go, wait, this is a first person game. I'm never going to see my character. No. For, <laughs> Why do I do this? For me, it's, I think of a, of a really good name after half an hour and then I go create character. That yeah. name has been taken. And then I try to do slight variations. Okay. Maybe I'll add like a double instead of like one N I'll, okay, for Zorb. Let's do a Zorb. Okay, let me, if I add like two Bs then, no, yeah. that's taken. Okay, two Rs, that's taken. Well, I can't do two Os. Because Zub. That's Zorb. Zorb. That's not the same. I Two Zs or Zs sound, look really stupid. And you could do, you could like, do, are you going to do the Xbox thing where you have like a small Z and then no. Zorb in capitals and exactly. another small Z at said, the end? I, said, I don't want to do that because that's exactly what that resembles then. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> it's an Xbox you know? gamer tag you didn't well, have For Zorb, I don't have that issue. But for other characters, I create that actually. Right, right. If you wanted... Every time. Like you gotta get in like if your char character names or your if your character names um, were uh, in on this, you'd be like, you have to get in there and say I'm taking Cecil right away. I need that name because no you know one can what? take it after. It's like playing a uh, an MMO for the first time. You want to get in early to get your yes. name, otherwise people will that. steal it from you. MMOs were the word. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. For MMOs, Zorb was not an issue. It's the other my other characters. Why I have to actually make unique names. Yeah. For my rogue. I always name my rogue blank because I think that's a really good like thief or rogue blank? name, like just blank. Okay. Like, poof, he's gone. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, like, blank, like, like I like I there. don't exist. Nothing here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really cool name for that sort of class. And like in WoW, it's like this name has been taken on the server. I'm like, okay, can I do like accented characters for the vowels? Can I? Can? <laughs> yeah. So, and then you so start like, wondering. Blank, blank, Blank and the A had like an accented kind of like Pokemon had like an accented vowel. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that works for me. Blank. So, so, so oh, that or you're wondering is like, do I do I know anyone on the server to play games with, or should I jump to the server and see if the name's taken on another server? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you start wondering, you start weighing your options of how bad you want this specific name. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. On to our next story. Which it's is annoying that my somewhere. name has been taken sometimes. Prince Kaboom. Prince Kaboom. I, that's super. No one should have that yeah, name. Yeah, no one should, but I've seen it taken. Like either, like Kaboom, fine, you know, uh, Prince, uh, fine, you know, a lot of people will take Prince, but Prince Kaboom was the name. Like, who the hell takes that? That's my name. I've been using that for 20 years. <laughs> you know? So annoying when they take my take the name. I'm sure you feel the same way if someone wants to take Zorb. Like, who the fuck takes Zorb? <laughs> well, Zorb is a really short name, so I'm never surprised because it's four characters long. No, but, but still, yeah. like, who? Still. <laughs> who I would will take say it? no one has ever taken. I, that's why I've had to come up with the Zex at the end. Of yeah. Because I'm like, Zorb I made up. I'm like, at the time, I'm like, I need I need my name to be a little longer. Give myself a second name, like Final Fantasy XIV, where yeah. you, your character has, a, has to have a first and the last name. Uh, I'm like, okay. And at the time, 
one of the first animes I saw. It wasn't the very first one. My, my, I think I told you my first anime was Ninja Scroll, the movie. Mm. But one of the first animes I saw was Gundam Wing. And there was a character in there oh, called Zex, Zex, Marquise. Zex Marquise. And at the <laughs> time, I didn't know his name was Z-E-C-H. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll just put Zex, Z-E-X, right? So I'm like, that actually works out. And then also, because I wanted my name, if I was going to have a second one, to be like ZZ. It's like, you know, Bots Master? Like ZZ Top? Yeah, I'm ZZ. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ZZ. How, how's, how's that game go? I I'm Ziv Zoolander. ZZ. For yeah, sure. I'm the bots master. I forget what he says. But Zip he a rap. Zoolander. <laughs> Ziv Zoolander. So I'm like ZZ sounds cool. I'm gonna do that too. So I wanted. I'm like Zex works. So let's just do that. So that's kind of the origin story of my name. <laughs> so if you guys ever wanted to know, hashtag Zorb Lore. There you go. But um, yeah. So. I experienced that, and you know what's so now I in any game that customizes your character, like facial, you know, like Fallout, you can like mm. I I'm like fuck it, I don't care. I've spent too much of my life doing this. Just default face is fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> default <You know>? dead. <laughs> because That's... like I've seen you carry characters on like Xbox and Nintendo consoles that look like you. Like you're <laughs> yeah, I your, make them and, all. And your Xbox. I'm like, how do you do that? I can't make my people look like me ever. Did I you see my you... wrestling character? I did not. I'll have to show you my but wrestling character. I'm wondering how the hell do you know what to change, what face, like how it do you know takes your cheek long. I don't. Do you know A lot of the time, I think I make my character too thin in the face. Like, I need to edit my uh, wrestling character. You know what I mean. It's but, like your character, I recognize your character looks like you. Yeah, there just is a immediately. It's like, like how, how do you know how to do that? That's crazy to me. It's but. annoying when I play a Western game and they don't have my hairstyle. I'm like, oh, now it doesn't even look like me anymore. I need my hairstyle. But if I play a Japanese game, the hairstyle is almost always there. Or a very similar style to it. Because I guess my hairstyle is not considered like a Western style. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway. I'm kind of glad we had this tangent, but I guess we should... Uh... Last story! <laughs> yes, last story. So, pretty much related to the last one. Oh, somewhat, uh, somewhat yeah. related. Not entirely. So, uh, well, did you want to take this, or should I? Uh, I can. Activision... Uh, not Activision, Blizzard. They specifically say Activision. Has apparently been accused of... Oh, sorry. Has been accused of apparently firing uh, two QA testers over the remote... Uh, uh, remote from so remote yeah, work they, protest sorry jeez they made they made everyone come into the office i'm not sure to what extent like part-time or full-time the office yeah but they, this they was... changed they changed the terms of the work about the remote people and some people were like really livid because it was basically their, their livelihoods like either they were fully remote and they weren't in the location to come to the office and they'd have to like uproot their whole lives or because they just couldn't plain afford it or other various reasons right they just like switched it. Like it's one thing to be hired with that. It's another thing to like have the terms kind of pulled out from under you and just like redone. Yeah. Like under the fly. Like a year ago or so, they were saying, nope, doesn't matter. We're going to make every employee come into work uh, very slowly, but we're going to do it. That's what Activision Blizzard has been saying. Even though they said, oh yeah, we, the remote uh, home work, that's fine. But now they're like strongly trying to say, nope, you have to come in no matter what. And it's been messing with a bunch of people two qa testers have been protesting this very loudly and apparently we're called into the office on you know each separately and we're uh, just fired when they asked for uh another employee to be present there they were told no which they can't do 
You're supposed yeah, to be, be like, I know in unions you absolutely can't do that. You have to have a representative. But apparently they were asked, uh, they weren't even asked, they said that they wanted an employee there. They said, no, you're not allowed. I think they had a union uh, representative there who I think just went, yeah, nothing I could do. Not a union rep, but someone there who says, yeah, I can't help you. You're fired. And that seems to yeah, be and that's... the case. They got fired because they spoke out. And yeah. not just because they spoke out, apparently because they did it in a derogatory fashion where they're swearing or whatnot, like language was used apparently, and maybe they kind of dropped some, you know, like, fuck you sort of situations. I don't know. Like, like no one knows specifically what yeah. happened except some foul language was used. Apparently. But I believe in the U.S. they changed some laws saying that there could be a certain per certain amount of that considering what's going on of language that could be used as long as you don't you know, go overboard. I don't know. We don't know how often, yeah, how much was used. because, you know, Americans are really big into freedom of speech. So this kind of violates that, right? In a yeah. way. So I'm not sure. I'm not a law expert, of course. I'm not sure what's going to happen. But apparently these two people have filed suit against not just Activision, but specifically the CEO, Bobby Kotick, directly. Yeah. They, they name him as the, as the kind of uh, defendant in this case. And yeah, this was like happened very recently. So yeah, this happened they, on February seventeenth was when uh, the firing took yeah, place, and the, it's already uh, in the system. The Bobby Kotick thing, I'm guessing, is just because he's the head of the company and he has to sign off on all hirings and firings. That could be why, but I'm not gonna read the legal documents, so I don't know for sure. We may get an update on this, but I'm guessing that's why he specifically name dropped. But I I could be wrong. I don't know how. Uh, this legal stuff works. Maybe you could just have Activision listed separately, but I'm guessing that's specifically why he's name dropped in there. But yeah, yeah, it's it's really shitty to do that and then try and tell them they don't have you know the rights that they're supposed to have and stuff like that to protect them or whatever else. Like maybe they are they did go beyond what's. Uh, they were allowed in terms of rights and freedom of speech and stuff and everything else. And this is wrong. Or maybe they're entirely in their right in Activision Blizzard. Did in Activision Blizzard. I can't leave it there. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, that's about it. Um, I will be curious to see, as you said, what comes from this. I'm sure this is not the last we'll hear of it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be an update because there always, yeah. always is. Because this is far from from finish they just like filed and that's kind of where the story ends there they've you know went up for comments for from activision no, nothing yet as far as i know so no update that uh, I see. they did have some comments oh um, did i miss that so i'm gonna read what the uh let's see here so the communication workers of america or cwa they filed charges against uh activision blizzard and this is what they said they said the use of outbursts and strong language in the context of concerted activity by employees was protected by the Natural Labor Relations Board um, until 2020 when Trump and when his administration apparently systematically rolled back workers' rights, including modifying the standard for determining whether employees have been lawfully disciplined or discharged after making offensive statements, which ultimately, ultimately limits free speech rights for employees. Oh. But then Activision went on to say that they disagree and that okay. we don't allow employees to use profane or abusive language against each other. 
and that's what a spokesman for a person from the, uh, the company said. And they said, we're disappointed that the CWA advocates this type of behavior. And they also said, this is, this is a separate statement now. Um, oh, no, sorry. Uh, no, that, that's all they said. That's all they said. Okay. But the CWA kind of responded to that, saying, for far too long, Activision has gone the way with treating its employees, especially QA testers, at disposable workhorses. Firing two employees for joining with their coworkers to express concern about hasty return to office policies is retaliation, point blank. Yeah. When faced with unfair treatment by unscrupul unscrupulous employees, employers rather, sorry, like Activision, workers should have the right to express themselves. And yeah, like there, there. I know in the states, we're not in the states, me and Chris, but I know in the states, there even there, there are laws about retaliation for the sorts of things, which I'm pretty sure are a no go. There, there are no fly zone. So, yeah, we'll see how this turns out. It'll be interesting to see uh, which side wins this one. Yeah. It will be. Uh, but I think it's pretty much been it for this news week. Yeah, um, that's about it. The news we want to discuss, at least. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you really quick before we end things. Are you planning on playing Octopath Traveler 2, Chris? Maybe at some point. I don't oh, own it yet. Really? Okay. Why? That's fair. I, I thought... I have the first game. I never played through the first, so I want to do that first. But I know you played through the first game. I've so never I was wondering if you got the second one. Okay, fair. I I don't remember how far I've gotten, but that was one of those ones that will take me a while to get through. So kind of right. like... Um, so, bravely Default. Kind of like Bravely Default. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I'll play it for bits, and then I'll go off and do something else that should not take me as long to do. And I'll go back to Octopath, and I'll play that for a bit. And then you know I'll bounce back and forth. I'm not, I'm not like, uh, you know, I... You know me. I'm not. No, you're, you're not married to a game. Yeah, and I'm also not someone who gets like. I guess we'll see. In short term, as a way of saying it, sorry, uh, I'm not addicted. So you know, I, I'll play it for bit, and they go, "That was good for a while." I go on to you know Pokemon for a bit, and then I'll be like, "Oh, Pokemon was good." I'll go on Metro. You know, I'll I'll swap games here and there. So it takes me a long time to beat certain games. Well, I know you kind of one shot Donkey Kong. That was cool. Yeah, but that was a sh that was a short game, kind of like Metroid uh, Dread. That I knew that would be pretty short, so I can knock those out. You know, however long it takes me to do, and then I can move on to my longer form games later, right? Okay. So I, I kind of weigh the th how long it should take as well <laughs> when it comes to these things. Yeah, I I asked I asked you rather because I thought this was gonna be like a day one purchase for you. Like this is like I'm like oh this is like that might be one of the few times Chris actually like buys the game on the release day. Yeah, I didn't just because I know I'm still working through the other one. I do want to get it before it disappears off shelves and then I can't find it anymore. Kind of like what happened with um, The I World Ends. No, World Ends With You um, Final Remix. It came out on Switch and then it just disappeared and I couldn't find it anywhere. And it took me like a year or so before I finally bought it. And I never seen the price drop anywhere. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get it now before the price goes up as copies of it get limited so i might have to do that with octopath just to have it in my collection and make sure i've got make the sure games. i will tell you right now before i forget make sure you do that with um not bravely default 2 but bravely second i've got it 3ds okay yeah i've got that i made sure i, I got it uh a few years ago when i realized I'm like this is on the 3ds and the switch has been out for a long time 3ds is gonna yes, die so exactly. i gotta get this game before I think they're pulling the, the online store down in the next, soon in this month. 
I think yep. it's this month or next month. I, I believe so. Yeah. So, so yeah. A reminder of those who still want to buy some digital games off the, off the system. I will try and remember saying that at the start of the podcast, and I forgot to write the podcast intro for you for this episode again. Whoops. Well, this oh, one's not too hard compared to the other white weeks, but um, yeah. we're done. You can find me at print underscore kaboom at Twitch. I stream every Wednesday. We do the podcast here at roughly 7 p.m. now uh, Mountain Time. Which is 9 EST and I believe 6 EST. Thank you. And on Thursday and Fridays, I try to do a stream on my weekends for a few hours. Uh, I usually start around-ish, 3 p.m. Mountain Time. And uh, I'm going to be playing through Yakuza Ishin. So we'll get through that. I've been waiting forever for it. So that's all I'm going to be doing is playing that and and other stuff. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you can find me at uh, Twitter at uh, C Shabang. It's C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G at Twitter. It's where I post when going live and whatever else I find amusing in my, my what do you call it? uh cosplay stuff and other such but yeah uh that's me what about you zorb where can they find you what are you going to be doing you can find me on twitter and twitch on the same handle zorb underscore zex um yeah as i said at the start i've been streaming mostly every day not every single day but like five or six days a week so mm. i'm not gonna commit to that but you know i've been streaming quite a bit um yeah so i'm actually gonna be doing metroid dread right after this Sorry, not Dread, uh, Prime. I'm going to be getting the last few collectibles, being the game 100%, calling it a wraps on that game. And then uh, I'm going to be moving on to going back to Crisis Core, finishing off, getting you know, getting ready, doing all the side missions, powering my character up so he's strong enough to do the final boss in that game. Uh, sorry, not final boss, the super boss in that game, I should say. Um, and then I'm also going to be playing every Friday. We'll be playing the last... Five Nights at Freddy's games. I need to 100% the series. That is the hardest one, Ultimate Custom Night. So tune in for that if you would like to see some scary Freddy Night jump scares. Um, what else am I playing? There was another game. I don't remember. Let me just quickly look. I know there was another game I was playing. I don't remember what it was now. Huh. It'll, it'll, whatever. Um, those are my main games right now. I may start a new one on the first stream, but we shall see. Um, I do kind of want to finish off Crisis Core so I can move on to uh, Strangers of Paradise because once I do that, then that'll free up my fan my Final Fantasy slot and my Dark Souls slot. So maybe I'll start Elden Ring. Although they did announce some new DLC yesterday, Chris. That's yeah. No, no, no announced date. Like when it's yeah. coming out. But just the name and yeah. I didn't watch the trailer, but yeah, I heard it was announced. So I would like to play. I promised my chat because some people want to watch me play. I did promise my chat. I would 100% Elden Ring sometime this year, or at least get, get the game started. You know, I'd be playing on the stream sometime this year. Uh, so I would like to do that. Um, and I would like to go back to Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake and do hard mode. I need, still need to do that. But then, well, that, that's kind of like my short-term plans for streaming. So that's, those are the, the next few games. So if you like Final Fantasy, please tune in. I appreciate the support, and I think we're done for the week. So thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Hope you have a good one. Hope it was informative. Hope you guys had fun, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.